0: Hello, and welcome to Money with Mac and Jeed. today, we're going to meet a young man who helped lead his high school team to number five at the Air Force Association Cyber Patriot National Competition. He knows over 12 different computer languages. This young man started a business in college. He was then accepted to Y Combinator in Silicon Valley, which is the number one accelerator in the entire world. He then went on to sell his business and got acquired. And he was actually nominated for Forbes 30 Under 30 for Education. Stay tuned for this limited edition for some of our entrepreneurs. And we're going to get up close and personal with Jacoby (music) Petroschotti. Hello and welcome to Money with Mac and G. And it's my great pleasure to introduce Kobe Petroshani, just an extraordinary young man, and I'm so lucky that he's on the show today, and his father, Tony Petroshani, is here as well, and we're going to get to know him just a little bit better. How are you doing today, Kobe?
1: I'm pretty good, pretty good. How are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic, and we're really happy to have you here today. Tony, are you doing all right today? Doing great, thanks, Doing, Uncle, Uncle Ben. We have the <laughs> we have the double <laughs> Petros in the house today. We're going to be doing more of an adult uh, podcast today, so it's going to be pretty fun. And...
2: Freaking A. (laughs)
0: we're going to probably be bleeping quite a few things and we're doing something a little bit new we're going to reach into what we call the magic getting to know you jar kobe can you hold that up make sure that you see it there you go we're going to pull out a question to get it started and then we'll just go ahead and jump right in go ahead kobe
1: you want me to pull one right now yeah
0: and and part of the reason that you're here is because you've been successful along the way. You've had a short career so far. Did you want to correct me on that one? Short career. Short career. Short, short career. <laughs>
2: well, he was a 30 Under 30 nominee.
0: I know. I said nominee. <laughs> <laughs> and they're already making he fun actually, of me. Because... He
2: actually did make the 30 Under 30s.
0: Yes, he did on Allegedly. the Forbes list. Allegedly. That's right. <laughs> so who's, a,
2: who's a lady from the daytime uh, soap operas that gets nominated all the time and never wins?
0: Oh, um, oh I can see her. Uh, oh, she's small. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, I'll have to look that up later. But Marta anyway.
1: from Arrested Development. No, not
0: Marta. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell this is going to go nowhere fast. <laughs> Kobe, what's your question?
1: All right. I got one. Uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Whoa, that's a good one. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up, Kobe? Well, I mean, for me, that's kind of exactly where I'm at. Like, I wanted to be doing something in computer science. Uh pretty much i mean where i ended up was pretty good i mean helping other people to get into computer science and kind of you know just improve themselves and kind of be a force multiplier for whatever industry they're in and so i I'm, I'm pretty much where i wanted to be when i was thinking about it when i was little
0: well i think that's a great place to start just because maybe that question wasn't the absolute most fascinating for you just because you're doing what you love to do why don't we go ahead and start back just a little ways into your high school career because that's really where it kind of all started is that the right way to put it yeah pretty much and what happened in high school There were some very interesting things that were going on um you went to an interesting high school that gave you a lot of flexibility and what happened
1: yeah so (laughs) good so uh i had been programming for a bit of time before even high school um, but going there, you know, it's one of the only com- high schools in the state, really, that even have a computer science program, which is what I knew I wanted to do.
0: And you were in Indiana, right? Yeah, so in Indiana. Not everybody knows. Go ahead. Um,
1: but so, you know, got really in, uh, even further into computer science in high school. I met some met some pals who were very into that as well and started just kind of doing contract work for computer science type stuff, you know, making apps for people, making websites for people. And you had a little bit
0: of a background, right? Because your father, Tony, we joke around quite a bit, but he started a computer company. So maybe you picked up a little bit of that excitement from him.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, like a, a lot of that. And I've been very fortunate to have somebody, you know, my father's very technical, you know, got me very interested in it as a child. And that's kind of... How I kind of got into more of that,
0: and we know he thing. was a major geek and
1: well, now I wasn't super
2: geeky. <laughs> <laughs> but you I got all my, the women. I tell my kid, I just got this one woman. Oh, wait now. <laughs> we'll That's talk my sister, about by we'll the talk way. about your sister later. Okay, uh, no, I I didn't know much about the hardware side of things. I mean, of course, I you go to school for that. Uh, in college, we learned that, but uh, Kobe would he got on YouTube and we got him a soldering iron <laughs> on Christmas. And he, started making little, he started making little devices, you know. He got more advanced as time went on. But he's like, uh, hey, I can make this thing out of a battery and some wires and solder it up and make a little arc welder. And uh, I knew he was working on that, but I didn't really appreciate how much he was using that around the house until I was out grilling one day. And I saw these big, scratchy dugout marks on my uh, grill, my stainless <laughs> steel grill. And I go, he walks out there and goes, hey, you haven't been arc welding on my grill, have you? And he goes...
0: well that was the start of it all right and i heard these stories about you that that when you wanted to read a book you kind of enjoyed reading the books of computer languages was that true when i remember yeah there were
1: there were a lot of times that you know i'd go to dad's office and you know find some books that are on the bookshelf and just grab them and steal take them home read them like he had a lot of books about you know the languages they were using of course like vb6 and c plus so he was like
2: hey this is just like Learning about the uh, the dinosaurs back when they were really born.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> so you learned about that. You started reading about that, and I, I remember, you know, in the intro, we said you know over twelve languages, which we know is true, right? But you also got a hold of some of his old computer boxes, right? And you started to take those apart.
1: Yes, yeah, some of them. I, I... This is the first time I'm hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you remember I had a. Uh... I had, like, a little cluster I had built out of a few, like, old PCs, and, you know, and not not much you can really use that for as a kid, but just something fun to do and, you know, playing around with that and various Linux distributions and... It, just a lot of learning
0: and you just had fun with it you were just yeah. reading you liked it your dad was probably excited about it because you guys could share and some of that is that right you guys had some decent conversations about it well
2: he went right past me i i mean back in the day with youtube and so forth like we didn't have that when i was a kid right they didn't have computers back then that's right <laughs> But YouTube, he could like if he got stuck on something, he could go and find resources almost anywhere, you know, answering a specific question. So he did a lot of research that way, not only reading but experimenting. And kids, the funny thing about kids, and you probably know this, even with you know iPads with the kids today, they're not afraid to push a button. Yeah, like, that's right. Let's true. push a button, see what happens. Like back in the day, we did that. I was like, oh, you just damaged a quarter million dollar computer.
0: And yeah. so you you just like messing around, having fun, talking to your dad about it. You're in high school, which this high school was a little bit more open, Indiana um, private school, right? Yep. We're going to say Park tutor because it was Park tutor. It's one of the best known in Indiana. And, and you ran into some of your buddies and didn't – wasn't there a teacher involved in this whole thing?
1: Yeah. So our computer science teacher, one of my favorite teachers ever, uh, Ryan Ritz, he mm. was – Kudos out to Mr. Yeah, R kudos Way to Brian Ritz. Uh yeah, I mean he just kind of helped us, you know, further our education in computer science related stuff and you know, he really encouraged us to continue learning outside of even class. You know, he would take us to the different competitions.
0: You know, there are competitions for computer science.
1: Yes, uh, it's a programming competitions. Uh, so basically, like we we had quite a few of these. Well, actually. they had a f-
2: whoever could you know quote the most lines from Big Bang Theory would yeah. win. Oh, okay. Before
0: <laughs> Big Bang Theory. Okay, got it. No, no
1: it, was, it was more like uh, so. We would go to various colleges. Like, one of the biggest ones was at IUPUI every year. and So that's it, Indiana
0: University, Purdue University, and Indianapolis. So the combination yes. of the two, commuter schools, just letting the audience know. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's down there. And basically what this competition was is find a partner, and here's a bunch of problem sets. And you have two hours, and solve as many of, of these as you can as fast as you can. And so, like, they had, like, a giant leaderboard up on the wall, that was like constantly updating, but you know, you'd have like the basic problems, which were pretty simple and like you basically code up a little solution and submit it to the judges Got it. Um, all the way through like some really advanced topics. when you were, dug that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so these advanced topics would do what you just jump in. And you'd love those things.
1: Oh, I, yeah, I absolutely love that. I was, I was not the best, uh, but I did win a few of these competitions. Cool. Um, You know, the math side of things, like, I'm, you know, I'm pretty into math, but I'm nowhere near as smart as, like, my my younger sister or some of the other people that were at school. (laughs) Uh, But I did have the computer stuff
0: down. (laughs) And then when you did that, uh, you, I think your um, R.R., your instructor over at Park Tutor Ryan, mm-hmm. he he encouraged you. And did you guys kind of come up with an idea together, or was it one of your um, co-founders that kind of came up with this idea from Amir?
1: Oh, so that that was actually when we were in college. Um, oh, I
0: thought that it started in high school. Go ahead.
1: You know, so so like I got to know my co-founders really really well in high school, uh, but that idea did not come about until sophomore year of college.
0: So and before we get there, and I'm sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm. I just want to talk about the Patriot games just a, a minute. I'm, oh, cyber Patriot? Because on the outside, this thing is like totally cool, right? I think mm-hmm. you and I talked about how many actual jobs are out there for people who want to work in cybersecurity, right? Yeah. And they were trying to find great talent out there. So they ran this competition throughout the United States and you can explain it better than I can for sure.
1: Yeah. So basically it was a like cyber defense competition. And so... Like the earlier rounds were all done remotely and basically they give you a virtual machine, which is just like kind of a computer install uh, of you know, some server or some workstation. So they give that to you and there are like known flaws in the security of that system gotcha. that they give you. And you have to go and try to resolve as many as you can in a limited period of time. And like the later rounds of the competition would have multiple instances, like multiple computers that all are run, potentially running different operating systems, and you need to basically harden their security and make nice. sure that you get all of like the exploits <laughs> that somebody's put in place. Uh, and so, like the first year, I was actually one of like the founding members of our first team that actually got into a Cyber Patriot competition. This Excellent. is a, the first year actually is where we got to fifth nationally. Um, but I was with one of my co-founders and a couple other people from school. And the final round was, I think, seven different servers, which were like three different operating systems. And, you know, it was just going in there and trying to harden the security before the red team attacks you, basically. It's like a, it's <laughs> like a hacking like team. Um, but, you yeah, know, it's, it's so much fun and it's a lot of stuff. That's just like really good to know and learn about. Uh, it's a great learning experience. So
0: you said you had this desire for knowledge. You loved what a computer can do. You mm-hmm. had the ability to experiment with uh, uh, the grill, right? <laughs> <laughs> You had the ability to experiment, uh, experiment, excuse me, experiment with some computer boxes that were antiquated, and that all led to just kind of this passion. Would you say it's a passion? Yeah, I'd say it's a passion. And so you got real excited about it. You're like, "What's my next step?" Dad's over there. You probably guided him a little bit, right, to go to school. What are you doing?
2: Uh, well, yeah, I well, I was just a, a thought here. He, sure. uh, you know, before he was 18, so. This could not be in his permanent record. Okay. (laughs) Anytime we'd go anywhere, he'd get out his phone. You know, he'd have Linux on his phone or something. He'd hack into, uh, I can't remember where we were one time, some small business restaurant. Was that?
1: We were in Alaska, that one. (laughs) Fishing trip in Alaska. And he
2: hacks in and he's like, hey, Dad, look, here's their QuickBooks so I can get logged into their QuickBooks (laughs) (laughs) off my phone. (laughs) Like, whoa. Uh, Okay. Enjoy this all you want. Don't actually do any damage. Secondarily is don't get caught after you turn 18 because you go to prison.
0: All right. So little words of wisdom. Yeah.
2: So that was what I encouraged him to do is stay out of prison. Apparently, it's a bad place.
1: Great. Great. I've heard it's bad. I mean, I've seen the movies.
0: It's not good. So you went ahead and uh, got through high school. You, you really enjoyed the open thinking. And then you go on to, did you encourage him to go to Purdue for computer science? or?
2: Well, I wanted him to go to the top school in Indiana, which is Ball State <laughs> University. Chirp, chirp, <laughs> chirp.
0: Ball, you, and you. And you, and you, and you. you, and and you. you.
2: So, uh, no, I went to Ball State. Uh, Are people afraid of the bird? Chirp, chirp. Oh, it's the most fierce robin-sized bird on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but my wife, his mother, your sister. Yes. Oh, uh, all three of them. Oh, all three Went to them. Purdue. <laughs> and uh, although she'll say she didn't influence kids at all, they they, they heard the stories. And so, Purdue's kind of like, ooh, that's a top engineering school, computer science, et cetera. So... Three of the four kids went there. Uh, so I, did I encourage it? I encouraged uh, all of our kids. We told, we told them the, the rules you had to live by is, one, you had to graduate high school. Okay. Two, you had to graduate from college.
0: Three. <laughs> and we need you to talk about that. Go then,
2: ahead. Then three, then you get married. Then four, then you have kids. Like that was kind of our, that was. The steps, right? That was the steps. And I didn't want to try to over, you know, over-engineer the whole thing. It was like, hey, if you, you get yourself a good education, get yourself a good job, get yourself a a good spouse, and then you can have children and you can support your children because that's the
1: way a big, it goes, big thing, right yeah,
0: so then you go to you go to Purdue and um, so you did graduate from high school, right? Can we confirm that?
1: Yes, I have that piece of paper <laughs> yeah, we're not even sure <laughs> you
2: know he we think he may have hacked into this school system and given himself credit so he could get out because i I, don't, I did have the
0: admin password. Yeah, <laughs> the he, his second year Park of computer t- science <laughs> in high school, he started getting all A's in every one of his subjects, right I wish so, <laughs>
2: which was scary because he got an A in math, which is
0: like.
1: Uh, that's not i really didn't a in english even
0: <laughs> that sketchy. i had me an a in english super yeah, sketchy great. so you went ahead and go, went on to purdue you went into computer science you kind of uh got brainwashed by your mother my sister right? exactly that yeah. you, you always bleed gold and um what do you call it
1: black and, black gold. and gold
0: black and gold jeez Did, man i can't remember You by the way
2: uh we said this in the last episode i think but Uncle Ben did go to Purdue for a year and then transferred to IU, Indiana University. And, I would say it. And the year that he did, the average IQ went up at both schools. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I knew it was do, do the math on that. Okay.
0: <laughs> that was a uh, uh, blow below the waist. Anyway, um, below the belt. So, below the belt. Yeah. Hey, it. we
2: were talking about that earlier about impeachments. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, and uh, President Clinton was only impeached once, but uh, apparently. Donald's been impeached twice now.
0: Yeah, well, you know, Donald always takes it over the top. And um, so, Cope, you're up at Purdue. <laughs> We're trying to keep it at least uh, on the rails Just of a, some a little bit. So, on you get the up rails. at Purdue, and you're talking to your buddies who you met in high school, and you've got some you've got some chops on you already for some computer skills, right? Yeah. And you guys come up with this idea. Uh, what's the idea?
1: Yeah, so basically, uh, me and my two buddies are a year below me uh, in high school, but you know we've been friends for forever we play games together all the time and stuff like that but uh, so, so online gaming yeah online gaming um, we're sitting in our computer science class at Purdue you know one of the larger classes cuz it's you know freshman sophomore year type class is it a
0: weed out kind of class a little bit maybe
1: uh no actually it's it's like a pretty general class the oh, weed gotcha. out classes were like the next year and the following but um uh, so we're we're all sitting together you know we all have experience in computer science we're in like this intro class basically And because high school,
0: just to kind of set it up for everybody, high school, you had more computer science classes available to you in high school than many other schools across the country.
1: Yeah. At least at the time, it was very like uncommon to have computer science in high school, which I find very weird. And Uh, you had a couple
0: of years, didn't you?
1: uh, Four years, actually. All four years of high school, I was doing computer science stuff. Um, And that's yeah, that's very unusual compared to pretty much every other high school in the country.
0: So you're at Purdue and you're doing an intro course but you've had four years. Yeah so, so they like, didn't what? let us
1: test out. like at the time they weren't letting people test out of it because it gotcha. wasn't common to have computer science experience and so like even though I'd already have I already had uh, probably six years of experience doing that type of stuff at the time they were like yeah no you can't test out of this you can't you know skip this class you have to take the intro <laughs> class and so like we're sitting there in like this intro class for a language we've already spent years programming and and they're like yeah write a hello world program and they have a three-hour lab to do that and like uh,
0: and for us non-computer science people if you have six years of programming how long will it take you to do a hello world
1: like however long it takes to type out hello world on your keyboard (laughs) (laughs) it's like so i'm sitting there in this lab right and they're like They have this huge like sheet that's like, here's what you got to do for your first lab. And it's a three hour lab, mind you, that they have every week. Uh, Each week is like progressively a bit harder, but it's an intro class. And so the first week's like, write a hello world program. And I'm like, are you, are you serious? But so I'm sitting there, I just write it out go and turn it in and I just leave within like the first five minutes and like people are like looking up at, at me as I'm leaving like what the hell how's this guy like leaving <laughs> already and I just went home and played Halo but um your, the funny part your tuition at uh good use go ahead, the, the funny part right is like I'm sitting there with my buddies from high school and I'm just thinking like like uh, you know we just did this lab right like we'll get our grades back almost immediately I'd hope I mean programming makes things faster automates oh. stuff but so, you know, two weeks goes by. We still don't have our grades for that program. And it's like, you know, it's all about automation. It's all about making things more efficient and faster. But we, you know, they're hand grading our assignments.
0: Right. And, program,
1: and it, it makes no sense to us. And we're like, wait, like, how are we supposed to be taking these classes if they're not automating any of this? Like, you know, other classes like math and everything, you can automate the whole like homework process and grading homework and stuff. But like computer science is all about automation. And so it's like, why are we not utilizing that for our classes? Like It makes no sense. You know, so, I mean, we went out the rest of the semester and, you know, just experiencing people taking two to four weeks to give us back grades on our projects. And it made no sense at all to us. So you decided to just create a program for it, right? Yeah. And so so basically we're like, what, what would it take to like prototype a platform where you could build assignments where they could be instantly graded?
0: And almost every computer science school or school offered class across the country could use this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what we wanted to make. We were like, what, what would it take to build this? And so one weekend we one just kind of sat there and like built out like this like beta version of the platform where we're just like you know you can just build out your projects on here and people can submit their code and get an immediate like grade for it and even feedback based on like what kind of code they've written and we're like why why are like all of these universities not doing this like this this makes so much sense especially for computer science and like we wanted to build a very you know customizable platform and everything and What's really funny is like we did that for fun basically. But shortly after, <laughs> Purdue, Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. Purdue had started this um, kind of startup incubator kind yep. of competition called The Boiler.
0: And, and an incubator for those people that don't know out there, this is to help companies that with have good ideas to incubate them, take care of them so that they can actually flourish and grow into a company, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or to help a company grow at a faster rate than they would. Normally. Isn't that
0: in an accelerator? So you have the accelerator kind of gets you started. The accelerator is like you got a good job or you got a good idea. Now we can help you grow. Yeah, it's
2: kind of like you got it. Yeah, you got the idea. You got the egg. You need to kind of
1: take care of it. Take care of it. Let it, it, and it hatch. And, and it
0: births into a
2: real idea and a real company. Yeah, and then you can grow it. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So so we Did basically we, heard about this competition, the boiler. There was like a little bit of prize money. Uh, available for the people that came in first through third. And it's basically just it's kind of like Shark Tank if you if you've seen that show yeah. where it's just like, you know, pitch your idea and this competition was just who has the best pitch and who has the best like product idea. And so the three of us worked on our product and kind of built it out a bit more you know started talking to certain instructors to try to get some people on the platform and stuff. but you know we we put together our entire pitch deck where we could talk about it. sure. Um, and we actually ended up winning the competition, which Ooh. gave us uh, I think it was around ten grand in like uh, grant money, basically.
2: Um, he oh, got some he got some services like with the law firm to help him set up a company and they get all kinds of other mm-hmm. goodies. Uh, soft, so cash plus uh, some, some services. services. Yeah,
0: yeah. So now you're now. What are you thinking to yourself? Oh my, maybe. So did you like? When you came up with the idea, did you go, dude, I'm going to blow this out. We're going to make millions of dollars. Or did you just say, hey, this is kind of fun. This is
1: my my passion. Yeah, it was. It was more of just like a, hey, this is fun. Like, and I wonder if we can build something better than you know what, what they're our, using now. Yeah, what what our instructors are currently using. And, you mean
0: build. A computer is better than people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and didn't you uh, also tell me, though,
0: it takes like when you get the more complicated uh, computer programs that it takes like an hour for a TA to grade, give feedback. And then you you essentially consolidate all that time. And it could be immediate feedback. And any university with half a mind would go, oh, yeah, this is totally beneficial.
1: Yeah. Like it. it basically – I mean – the first versions of our product obviously were a bit more limited, but like our product right now basically eliminates the need for your TAs to hand grade anything. Like it'll give automated feedback on your code. It'll give you like suggestions on like how to better your code. It'll give you a grade. Like, and it's all basically immediately, even with like, is it like some of our instructors even run their their exams on our platform to have, yeah, like everything with instant feedback and like, you know, a timed exam. So you you essentially won this
0: 10,000, you started, you set up the company, now you're working on it and you're deciding kind of what to do with your life, right? Mm -hmm. And did you ever in your wildest dreams, first of all, think, can I say it that you didn't graduate college? <laughs> oh. Wait,
1: what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I honestly. We all
0: know it, and we all joke about it because what? Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I, I, I never thought that that would be the case for me. Like, I, I mean, like my dad said earlier, like the plan is graduate high school, graduate college, get married, you know, have kids. But what? like, I, ne- I never thought. You know, it would be possible for.
2: And by by the way, you don't have to get married and then have kids. (laughs) But if you want to have kids, you you need to be married. That was our. That was your thing. Yeah.
1: I'm just doing a call for the midway. I I put a lot of pressure on
2: him. I've been doing some arranged stuff. I've got him
1: (laughs) arranged with a couple. Well,
2: I I picked one out and I've had them dating for like three years (laughs) now.
1: (laughs) So you said you got into it. Go ahead. Yeah. Like uh, I, I never imagined that that was even like a thing that was a possibility anymore. You know, like, because the thing is, I mean, even these days, right, like, most jobs, you need to have a college degree in order to get, like, kind of the higher paying jobs.
0: But you got your college education through being accepted into?
1: Y Combinator. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was was good. I mean, I I did have, like, you know, three and a half years of college education. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But but
0: you put your application in for Y Combinator which said hey we got this company we think it's going to do something you guys can help accelerate our growth because we got a viable thing uh, a viable platform here here viable idea you get accepted right
1: Yeah so so like right after the boiler right we want a little bit of money and some services and stuff and we're just sitting there thinking like oh that's pretty cool you know like we made something that works for people and people are using it and like Beer we won the competition money a little bit of money. So actually the following uh summer, so that was like spring, probably of 2014, I think. Um but so that summer, we basically just sat there and like paid ourselves to work on the platform. And so we kind of turned it into more of a business. We started kind of trying to sell to more places. Um and I just remember like it's it's fun thinking back about this, but like I just remember driving to my buddy Praha's house every yep. day. One on of the, the co founders. Yeah, one of the co founders. And I'd stop by a CVS and grab some energy drinks and like <laughs> go over there. And we would just code until 8 or 10 p.m. And I'd drive home and like go to sleep, wake up, do the same thing the next day. It's just like this is weird thinking back on it. But uh, yeah, after that, after that summer, right, we were still working on it and kind of selling it throughout my, like, junior year. Yeah. um, And we, like, kind of, it's funny because we kind of jokingly applied to Y Combinator because we didn't think there was any chance that we would get in. Wow. And so we, you know, put together our application. We put together a video of us talking about our platform and, like, what we wanted to do with it. And we were really surprised to get an email that was like, hey, we want to fly you out here to talk to us about this. Um, Whoa. And so... Colton, my other co-founder, he wasn't actually available for that weekend, but uh, Praha and I flew out there, and like you know, we had a good time just hanging around Mountain View and stuff. But then we and went. Where in for were the- you?
0: Because we didn't we didn't really say. It. You said Mountain View, but you're talking Silicon Valley, right? Yeah, Silicon California. Valley, California. You're you're heading out to Cali.
1: Yeah, so so they paid for our flights and everything. They got there in our hotel and everything. We flew out there. We kind of hang around for the first day because our interview was on the second day. And then second day, we're practicing and everything for like- Your pitch. Yeah, our pitch. Um,
0: And- And a pitch just to clear clear it up because once again, a lot of people may not know this. It's to say, hey, here's what our business idea is. This is why we think it solves a problem. This is why or the number of people that actually will use this and why we think it's a really good idea, right? And please help us.
1: Exactly, and um, with Y Combinator especially, it's like a very special event. Uh, they they interview thousands of founders uh, for each like batch of Y Combinator. Yep. they do like a winter batch and a summer batch, and they interview yeah thousands of people, and it's like the infamous Y Combinator Y Combinator interview, and it's like this extremely nerve wracking time. Like you have ten minutes on the dot. To give your pitch, answer any questions they have, and then they just kick you out. And then they bring in the next people. And so I was super nervous. I've never been more nervous in my life. Because <laughs> you're a good guy and you're just kinda low-key and you're just kind of doing your thing. And well, go ahead. And, yeah, it's so and so what it normally is is they bring you into a room, there's four Y combinator partners, and so that's just like the people that are advising the, the group. They're yeah, they're they're running the group. Um, and they're generally very famous people or very successful people. So, people who have also run, you know, multi million dollar startups or billion dollar startups and they've sold them.
0: Have there been any successful companies that come out of Y, y Combinator you can kind of talk about? Yes, yeah, just,
2: just in the same week that <laughs> they have two big IPOs here recently. Yeah,
1: if you've ever heard of a, a little company called Airbnb. Or DoorDash. <laughs> they both IPO'd within the same week for billions of dollars. And didn't Dropbox come out of there? Uh, Dropbox and, as
0: well. And there was another one that was in there. I can't remember. But, but there was like a, a number of them you rattled off to me. And I'm like, oh, Twitch? Didn't Twitch come yeah, out? Yeah,
1: Twitch.tv. One of the co founders, yeah, it was a Y Combinator partner. I actually met him while I was out there for uh, that time, uh, Justin Kahn. He's a really cool guy. So um, you
0: have all these famous companies, and that come out of Y Combinator, and then you also have a high hit rate, right? Because Tony, you know, in VC and and even your angel stuff, your hit rate of something being successful is what <laughs> one out of ten new startups. Yours is a heck of a lot better, but yeah, yeah, ours is better.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but go ahead. Yeah, no, it's tough. I mean, you know, you just think about it in general before before we get into this whole pitch business. You know, the old statistics were I think it was. Uh, you know, one out of five companies make it past the first year, and you go about five years and see. You know, it's like, it's like, two, it's like five companies out of a hundred make it five years. I mean, just not not backed by venture capital or angel investors, but just, just companies in,
0: in general. general. It's but really tough. Then you get out to White Combinator, and w- w- weren't you telling me some stats like crazy? Like two out of three get acquired, or something, or. Uh-huh. But they have a I don't really know the good
1: official stats. But yeah, they have a really good hit rate.
0: Like they're hit rate. They're not bringing you in if they don't think you're got a real chance of. Yeah,
1: because the, the acceptance rate last I checked was like less than four percent of people who apply to Y Combinator actually get in. Gotcha. Uh, they're very selective in who they bring in. They're really good at what they do because, I mean, it's just a group of very successful people who have done that before. And they don't are... want
0: tech, right? They don't want like if you own a farm, they don't want you in white combinator. If you yeah, they, want, manufacturing... they want things that are
1: very scalable and like, you know, very real attempts at kind of like moonshotting. Um, gotcha. Basically an idea. But so, yeah, like it just a crazy amount of really successful people, pretty famous people that you're like, they just put you in the room with them. You sit there. There's just a board of people basically looking at you, and you give your pitch. And after you give your pitch, like you normally you give it three to five minutes, you give a pitch, sure. and they start asking all their questions. And they like start drilling really hard on like anything <laughs> that they think is like a little bit off or like something questionable. They just start. Well, I just... think
2: that total addressable market's bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> <Pointed> <laughs> to me.
1: Well, so th- it was funny. I'm, Shark I'm Tank. There. I'm sitting there with Praha, right? It's just me and Praha like, you know, we're we're just both college kids sitting there in front of like a bunch of famous rich people and like we give our pitch and immediately like two of them kind of like stare at me and they're just asking me a bunch of questions rapid fire and like the other two are asking Praha questions. And so like I'm just sitting there like trying to like hold myself <laughs> together while answering all these questions like I'm I'm just super nervous. I'm like, "Oh my lord, what am I doing here?" But, uh, yeah, just rapid fire questions until until the ten minutes are up, but, of course, the ten minutes felt like an hour at the time, <laughs> um, but, yeah, just super intimidating, like, but you got through, yeah, right? well, and and the funny part right, is like i I got through and I walk out of there feeling like, oh my God, that was awful, like i <laughs> i don't I don't think they're gonna accept us after that like. Wow, I just, like, I left there feeling really bad, uh, actually. And so Praha and I go back to the hotel room. And it's funny because with how it works out there.
0: We've just learned some great stuff from an amazing young man. He had a passion for tech, worked hard, had a great idea, and put it all in action. He didn't necessarily think about being a millionaire or building a company. He simply thought about solving a problem. He had a passion and went for the ride. His parents didn't come from money, but he worked hard and took the risk. What a great story. This is the end of part one of the story about Jacobi Petroshani, entrepreneur, a passionate techie, and a desire to solve a problem. We'll see you next week on more Money with Mac and G, the limited series about those successful people and how it all happened.